Don't be like, you didn't open that bottle, because I do have red wine, it's just boxed wine. Oh. Girl, speak the truth to existence. You think also, we're, speak it. <laughs> you think we're shot? Wanna... You think we're upset? Of all people, you think we're Also, I'm totally... Upset no, no, no. We're still, re- still recording. Wine. Still recording. <laughs> I think that whole story needs to be told. Let's get into it. This is what this is going to happen. <laughs> it is Friday night. We have, I don't know if we've ever recorded on a Friday night. If we did, it was probably a great recording because I have no memory of it. But Friday, March 12th, 6 o'clock-ish, not 5 o'clock here, but I guess the way the time zones work that like in the Midwest, it's 5 o'clock. So there's probably a lot of people like in Matt's home state of Ohio, which maybe it's on Eastern Standard. I have no clue. You nope. guys know Thanks. from listening Thanks. that I have no idea Thanks. about time, time zone, but there's somewhere in this country that it is five o'clock happy hour. And uh, it sounds like Emily is having issues with her beverages this evening. So not to steal Matt's thunder, but we're drinking red wine. Um, and Emily, what uh, what's the situation? <laughs> Damn it. Also, hold on. Before she starts, she started, she tried to tell us before we started recording yeah. and pull some wool over our eyes. Whole- and both Nate and I, both Nate and I just screamed bullshit. And then Nate just started recording. We're like, whole- we're going to make this bitch do it. The whole point Wait, of the first segment of the podcast is to talk about what we're drinking. So you can't explain it to us before that. I was going to fake it. I wanted to pull a fast one. And these two wouldn't let me. They're like, nope. Nope. Our, li- the pod. our listeners deserve better. Our 12 <laughs> listeners deserve better advertising or honesty and journalism or whatever I don't know I was a marketing major or whatever uh so I'm drinking red wine I'm not drinking the red wine that I wanted to drink and I'm going to get into this because my panties are real bunched tonight so I'll explain more of this later uh in grave detail but I have a bottle of sweet berry wine it's called which features the iconic visage of one Dr. Brule who I think Nate, you you strike me like you might be a, a Tim and Eric fan. Um, maybe not from the face I that you're making. I don't. Blank, Our listeners cannot see blank his out there. He blank was blinking owlishly at the camera. So <laughs> there's anyway, there's this really kind of wackadoo, bizarre comedy duo called Tim and Eric, who have a huge cult following. Eric Wareheim also played Arnold in Master of None, which. I believe you have both enjoyed. Um, if not, get on it. It's a charm of a show, um, which is Aziz Ansari's most recent project. And uh, he's just that Arnold slash Eric Wareham, I'm pretty sure he's just playing himself, is a delightful character. He's this large, gregarious man who loves food and wine. And IRL, he started his own winery with a winemaker in California called Las Haras. And this was several years ago, right at the kind of peak popularity of Master of None when he was coming off of that. And one of their reds is called Sweet Berry Wine because of a skit that John C. Riley was in. I almost forgot his name there for a sec. In on Tim and Eric. So I'll have to send you guys a clip so you get the reference because it's really kind of a cultish thing. But this wine wasn't sold. I've been looking for this wine forever because it's of its affiliation with Eric Wareheim because I'm a huge Eric Wareheim fan. It just started being sold in Maine or you just started being able to buy it in Maine. And uh, my friend Lucy, who runs the juice caboose that I've spoken of before, Juice-caboose. was able to procure me 
a bottle of this and a bottle of glue glue, which is his kind of Beaujolais-esque uh, red. And so I was saving this specifically for this pod because I was really eager to crack into it with y'all. But I have had a garbage week um, and I wasn't ready to waste a good bottle on a bad night. So alternatively, I've got the good old Cabernet Sauve in a box, um, which is going down just fine. So that's a really long story about a yeah. wine that I'm not drinking. Just, just but... for our listeners. So, uh, so uh, TLDR, too long, didn't read. Uh, Emily bought an expensive bottle of wine from a guy named Eric Werewolf. And she didn't drink it because she feels like garbage. And so she's back into the box. Eric Werewolf is an amazing name. <laughs> I really think you should consider changing. She's also she's also apparent appears to not be seated at the normal perch of hers for the pod, and she has a stemmed glass of wine that is filled very high. And I just yeah. know that I would never be able to not sit in like a firm backed chair without a flat <laughs> surface and have a stemmed <laughs> glass because even in that instance, there's ninety percent chance I'm knocking it over. So kudos to you and your pup is there. So she is, she's my uh, producer tonight. I will show you what I have everything propped on. It's a copy of Monopoly called socialism winning is for capitalists. This is some (laughs) on brand shit. (laughs) That was given to me as a Christmas gift by one of my best friends. Um, Kagan, you'll never listen to this because you like to annoy me, but this was a gift that he also refuses to play with me because quote unquote you can't win so that's what i'm using tonight is my podcasting he is not wrong i know but still it's the principle of the matter but that it's found a job it's found a purpose (laughs) it is my podcasting station tonight big daddy what do you i saw you pop open something about 20 minutes ago yeah well i had a pre i needed to grease the wheels a bit so i had a cocktail in advance of the pod um Cause like on a Friday night, like there's no guilt on a, when we record Sunday at two, three, 4 PM in the afternoon, you know, you not that there's uh, any issue with day yeah, drinking, what's guilt? like, yeah. uh, so like tonight I just had a little lubrication and uh, that also just sounds weird, but I am drinking <laughs> one of the red wines I got from one of the subscription services of wine delivery that I was bamboozled into. And it is a nice Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir that I'm sure I overpaid for and am now somehow paying on the back end for this subscription. But it's pretty tasty. (laughs) It's nice and fruity and delicious. And uh, here we are. So, Matt. The bamboozler bamboozler has become the bamboozler. I I also listened. I was listening to, I don't even, I can't remember exactly what I was doing. But some of the wine facts that I have given in some previous episodes when you guys have had French wines of various sorts are just so wrong. <laughs> and like I used to be very knowledgeable about wine and I've forgotten some of it and I still know a fair amount, but for anyone who does listen, who knows wine facts, I have said some egregiously incorrect things about particularly French wine geography. So I do apologize. <laughs> but, listen, uh... no, nobody from France is listening to this. That's literally so. for Brian. Our friend, I was going to say, our our friend, our friend in Napa, I'm surprised you didn't call me We don't need to, we don't need to, we don't need to bleep, we don't need to bleep that out. (laughs) We're going to bring him on here. We're going to bring him on here. Matt, what do you got? What are you drinking? 
Um, as, uh, as Nate knows, I've had a hell of a day and I just said, you know what? I don't want to drink fucking red wine. <laughs> well, no one listened to any so, rules today. Well, but I did. Um, I also had a pre-drink, um, but I did have a pour myself a glass of rosé, which I feel like is sort of a, a, a wink at red wine. Um, the story behind this rosé it's actually uh whispering angel was like really big i don't know if nate probably doesn't know what it is because it's like, no, a very, it was like a very like oh yeah it was very but it was like a very like instagram like um hot chick whatever like big thing for a while maybe three years ago but they actually just released a new uh rosé called um palm it's like palm like the like a palm leaf by whispering angel and We'll get into this later if you want, but basically, I, Jeremy and I have made enemies of our entire neighborhood because of our blatant disregard of like neighborhood rules when it comes to construction. <laughs> so we are doing a uh, sympathy tour of giving everyone a bottle of wine and like saying hi and thanks for sticking with us or whatever. And so I bought a case of this stuff. And so I was like, well, I should probably try it. So uh, I am. So your plan to placate your neighbors is to give them crappy rosé. It's actually not bad. It's not, but but I thought if it was crappy, I wanted to know because like that I'm would be with you. this never... team, this group would be, they would be like you know insult to injury. So anyway, I've never it's heard good. of that it's wine, pink. so I'm sure it's great. It's I know pink. whispering. <laughs> I um. I have a rep and I'm like the only person in my friend group somehow that is like an avid rosé drinker and it's my shoulder season bevy of mm. choice you know like spring I don't know about if you guys have had really warm days last few days but it's been unseasonably yes. warm here and oh well, I'm gonna and- get into that yeah okay <laughs> oh boy it's been um, slapping here s- slapping yeah not right Nate Slapping hard, okay. really slapping hard. Spring, <laughs> is, spring why, is slapping in hard. Is that why Nate had to lubricate himself yep. at the beginning yep. of the show? Okay, well, we'll get into that later on. But I am—I um, just want to say I'm pumped that it's like we're nearing in on rosé season. Otherwise known as spring and summer, I guess, to some. And fall. You can drink I, it any time, really. Them. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree with you. It is a spring. It is a spring beverage that is exciting. Um, stuck on it all. It, we're all fired up tonight. So I don't know who wants to be stuck on what first. But uh... Matt, what are you f- stuck on, you little bitch? I am stuck on. What is it? Can't let it go. Not... What are you stuck on? You're stuck on it. Tell me what you're stuck on. Matt. I'll go last because I literally say nothing the rest of the episode so so we'll give you your throne we'll give you your stuck on it throne i'm stuck on so much i have a list that i'm looking at in my phone right now um i'll just give a new i'll give a flash update and we can go into it if you want but i mentioned it a couple weeks ago but i am still just enthralled with the andrew cuomo news that continues to unfold i don't really know i haven't read any editorials or opinion columns about this i just see what's coming out so we'll see what happens with that you guys are not new yorkers matt's jersey but uh he uh he's in hot water that's getting increasingly hot he's like the lobster that thought he was good in the pot and it gets warmer and warmer and he's not sure what's going on so 
I'm on the edge of my seat. And now the news is telling me that uh, everyone's telling him to resign, but I don't see that happening, but that's probably not entertaining, but to, to be topical from what was just discussed, this is the beginning of my favorite time of year when people get one day of warm weather and just dramatically underdress and pretend as if they're in Puerto Rico or some sort of equatorial climate. You're like, listen, sweetheart, it's, it's 62 degrees in New York. Like you don't need to wear flip-flops and booty shorts and a halter top. Like we know you're cold, but that's what people do. That's they what, really they also that's it. what that's literally what Nate texted me this morning. <laughs> Listen, sweetheart, you don't need like put those cheeks away. <laughs> I said it in person, actually. That was the outfit that he had on for me last night. But no, it is a thing. It's a thing. And I think it's true everywhere. And I always comment on it and observe it every year. But there are just some people who are so excited for the warm weather that they can't wait to bust out outfits that are still certainly inappropriate because it is not 80 degrees out. So I had a good I don't know. I, I think that that's like, you know, let them, we've had so little joy. If they want to bust, and listen, the, I, if, if, I, if I may say, the gays, especially New York gays, New York City gays, are the worst at this. Like, you know, they, the, the first sign of sunshine, they're wearing, a, a, you know, their, their bellies out. They're at the rooftop of Jim Bar. They're in Hell's Kitchen with tank tops. Like it, so, I, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's annoying. It's kind of stupid, but just give us some amount of joy. No, Plus, it's just fun. Yeah, also, it's fun. Nate, like not liking some booty cheeks out. No, no, I love it. I mean, I might actually, I might actually go over to Hell's Kitchen later tonight and see what's going on. <laughs> I, I think that I think that Mainers have a one up on on the New York City gays. We're like it hits like 35, 40 degrees and everyone's out in their Kevas and their cargo shorts, just looking oh. like a bunch of lesbians in lesbians. Cabo. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. You, you say lesbians in Chicago? No, in Cabo. <laughs> Cabo. <but laughs> lesbians don't dress differently. Like. Yeah, they don't dress differently. If they're in Cabo or if they're in Chicago or if they're in Maine and it's warm, they're wearing uh, cargo shorts and tivas. Exactly. And I know Maybe some, some Crocs. good corroborate this for us. Love it. Well, that's what I've been stuck on for 20 hours. Emily, um, tell us. Emily has fallen off her bed. Red wine <laughs> is Wine's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> that's actually, I don't think you need to bleep this out. That's one of our friend Caroline's signature moves. Um, she has more times than I can count texted the group of us at, you know, eight, nine in the morning saying, guys, I spilled red wine yep. all over the bed. Yep. <laughs> and she had fallen asleep with a glass of red wine in bed inexplicably. She really like, should oh, be a, she should passing be a, out. Well, she should be a brand ambassador for like Brooklyn or something like the, she, the, the, like the, the amount of sheets she has purchased just because she's stained so many with red wine. Like she really could. I mean, actually that's uh, not a bad idea. Let's we should hashtag. have a discount code as an affiliate. Hashtag Brooklyn and hashtag sponsor us. Do it. Hashtag red wine. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's been, a, it's been a hell of a week. I, I guess I want to talk about, I'll talk about something positive that I'm stuck on. Cause I feel like it's been kind of a negative vibe overall. Um, but I have really been into 
candles lately. Like I'm, I'm a candle bitch to begin with. I love a good scented candle. I'm really picky. As, as I've gotten older, I've gotten like really picky about my candle scents. They can't be like a, like I love a good Target candle, right? You know, like a $6 off the shelf. Oh, it matches my aesthetic, whatever. But like, if I'm going to be burning that bitch on the reg, I need it to be a particular scent. And so that's gotten me into the realm of like higher, like top shelf candles, I would say, or like mm-hmm. art- artisanal candles. And there are some really fucking cute ones that all over Instagram, every like cute twee candle maker has a really nicely curated, aesthetically pleasing account. Um, one of my favorites is this candle company, Predominantly Black. It's actually a tire in candles. I don't know how she got into the scent game after doing clothes, but out of LA, it's a one woman operation. And her, I have one of her candles that was actually a gift from a friend. And it's like one of the best smelling candles I've ever had. I have another one of hers that's a literal like air cleanser, like whatever scents and, and, you know, she used in it, like actually kind of purifies the air. So it like sucks out impurities or like if you you know like I fried bacon today so like not that I don't love the smell of bacon but I like lit that candle to like balance it out um and there's a couple of other ones that I've just been so taken with and they're like pretty bougie you know pretty appropriately priced but I just get so much joy out of scrolling through these candle accounts on Instagram and like my favorites are these ones that are shaped like the like like human figures like the like a female torso for example or like the venus de milo um sculpture and they're really artistic there are some that are called like the the design is called puffa and it's by this candle company out of the uk and they look like little cloudy marshmallows and they're so cute you know it's like the perfect gift of course you have to ship it from the uk so it's like 500 dollars just to get it here but it's like the perfect gift you know like we're all stuck at home all day who doesn't want like a little something like put on a shelf to make it look you know pretty or or like a little it's like my favorite way to set a vibe it's like light a candle and like put on some twinkle lights it's just like a whole mood so I've just been having a lot of fun since I've been neurotically curating my home since I never get to leave it anymore um just kind of going on this little candle journey I'm curious if you guys are pro candle candle people I have two things to say one um which is kind of like probably not something I should say out loud, but one of, for some reason, Jeremy calls my belly uh, Venus de Milo. And when you said Venus de Milo, it like sparked a little bit of weirdness there. It's two. Only because you have those sexy cut lines. No, I have a belly. Um, I <laughs> am obsessed with candles. I love candles, but as we all know, I am a cheap insufferable bastard. I will never spend like, TJ Maxx candle section, that's where I live. Like TJ Maxx, Home Goods, because you know what you're going to do? You're going to burn them. They're going to go away. They're going to disappear. So, like, I don't <laughs> care what it looks like. I have a very specific scent um, library that I like. I'm, I'm a clean, maybe a little lavender, maybe a little floral, but like, like linen is like my jam. I, mm. We actually, scent it's funny you library. This. I've never oh, heard yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. I have a very specific. Before. Look, he's like Googling it. Um, we actually I'm right, just, I'm right there with you. We actually just got a um, a gift. And Jeremy, you know, he likes the finer things in life. I bulk at a $6 candle. I will raise you. Oops. I will show you a $3 candle. Um, we just got a gift from one of his very good friends, like a homewarming gift from this company 
candle company called Boy Smells, which I don't know, Emily, mm-hmm. if you've heard of it. It's it's a I don't know. It's like a mid level, like it's fine. Very specific smells. The candles are strong. You know, they're a standard like basic. I don't know, eight ounce candles, like forty bucks. I would I fell off my chair. I can't do it. And he, of course, you know, we get the package. It's beautifully curated. There's like gorgeous paper in there. It's lovely, you know, because it's forty dollars a candle. And Jeremy's like, I love this. I love this. We light it. It's lit for maybe seven minutes. He's like, I don't like this smell. And I'm like, well, bitch, it's a forty dollar candle. We're gonna burn. <laughs> We're somewhere. using all of it. We're using all of it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I love a good candle. We have different scent stories in every different room. Scent but like, stories. I'll show you right here. Wow. Look at this. This guy, I'm holding up a candle. It's a uh, wild berry and jasmine coconut soy blend. It was oh, it's lit. Yeah, it's always lit. Four dollars from uh, Home Goods. Suck my dick. <laughs> wow! <Sorry>. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I also had a I had a pre cocktail. It's been a long day. Well, a few th- a few things. I am shocked at the. I am always shocked at the price of candles. I have very infrequently ventured on my own to purchase candles, but when I do, the economics of it are surprising to me. And the second thing I'll note is that when we do get a nice candle, my wife, who is either the one who's purchasing it or it's been given to her as a gift, we're not allowed to light them and burn them because we need to save them because they're so nice. That's point number two. And point number three for our, our listeners, you know, more than anyone is that we did have a, a business meeting earlier this week. You know, part of part of podcasting, you know, when it's your way of life is, is you know, the creativity and the <laughs> art of it, you know, but there's the business side, which we don't really expose you guys to, you know, much of the business engine of our pod. But, uh, you know, we did review the analytics this week and, you know, our audience is skewing female. Uh, so I appreciate, you know, that, that Matt and Emily both, you know, brought the candle topic today and, and really gave it their all, you know, cause I think that really slaps with, with our audience and, and some of the garbage that I say is, is what's going to get me fired from here. But, uh, thanks guys. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution <laughs> from our chairman. <laughs> I'll stay. Ch- you guys can fire me as CEO, but I'm always airman. That titan of industry. Bring on another host if you want. Fire me from the recording, but I'll still be chairman of this goddamn thing. All right, Matt, what are you <laughs> stuck like, on? You wanted to wait. You wanted to wait uh, to the end. Well, I didn't want to wait till the end. I just um, shut up, Nate. Um, I, Mike, my, my, what I've been stuck on this week is a continuation of my previous, my previous comment on my target experience. I'm basically becoming a scam artist, like provocateur. I ordered probably $400 in fitness uh, wear because as only a Nate book. Yeah. I'm a, I basically live in athleisure. That is my brand. That's what I do now that's just what i i you know man leggings workout pullovers that's all there is there's no more suits um and so i wanted to treat myself as this is my birthday and so i maybe like two weeks ago i i put an order in with a new vendor a vendor i had not used before however i had heard good things about and they are not paying us so i will not use their name um and it's it's a more affordable shop 
Um, so yeah, I got a bunch right. of shit. No, <laughs> no. Um, got a bunch of shit, and it was supposed to be here in, in three to five days, and that was like four weeks ago. So it basically had been sitting in a in a um, package facility in Belgium. Belgium. So you so so let's just get this right though. You're not going to tell us the name, which I will find out from you later. But you are it now was, well, you, you are now it. a European sportswear. No, That's no, what it's you, not a European connoisseur. It's it's a company called Gymshark, which I don't. I mean, I don't know Nate, if you've heard of them. It's a. It's more. It's like it's kind of like the. I, I would say it's like a little bit higher than in the H and M of like a Nike. Like it's 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 like good. It's like fine quality stuff, but it's not like. Super expensive. Anyway, put an order in, put a but bought a bunch of shit. And you know, they're like, you know, it's on its way. Here's the tracking link. And then for literally eight days solid, every day it was like out for delivery. Nope, still in Belgium. Out for delivery, still in Belgium. <laughs> so I started a dialogue with their customer service people, which obviously made me think of Nate because he loves talking Love. to people. You should have you should have put this on me. I would have dealt with oh it. Oh my god. I know, I know. So, you know, back and forth. And the guy always is like, hey there, bud. Like, so sorry your pack. <laughs> so sorry your package isn't there, bro. Like, we, we want you to be super stoked. Anyway, the back and forth three or four times. Finally, I was like, you know what? Cancel it. Cancel the order. I'm seriously not waiting any longer. Cancel it all. Just cancel it all. Fuck you. They canceled it. Right? So, and then I went and I spent that same $400, maybe $500 with other vendors more traditional vendors. So maybe three days later, I was pretty upset about it because I was like, I already got a bunch of shit from this company. Three days later, there's a knock on my doorstep and my package from the original vendor arrived with absolutely everything in it. And so immediately I went and I, because I know that they, they issued a refund, but I immediately went back to my, my checking account. I'm like, well, I want to make sure that shit cleared. They refunded me. The package is still supposedly in Belgium, if you check the link, but I have all the shit. And so, like, for a minute, I felt bad. And I was like, well, I don't know. I feel bad because it's $400 in stuff that they sent me. But at the same time, no one knows the difference. Like, you can return it and double your money. Well, that's, but I'm not, uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to get in any, I don't want to get into semantics, much like I don't want to return back to that target because I don't want them to say I owe them money. I thankfully everything fit, but it makes me feel like I pulled one over, which is okay. But I also feel like what is going on? Like, especially in the remote ordering world, like they got to get their shit together. They just sent $400 refunded and paid for from Belgium. And, and, and nobody knows, nobody knows because Klaus and customer service gave me a (laughs) refund and, and their system still says they have all that shit in stock. Right. So the next time someone orders like a tennis, min- a, a man's tennis miniskirt, they're going to think they have it in stock. <laughs> but really, I'm wearing it. So I, don't, I just I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, have I've been thinking heard, about it a lot. Have you heard about how some other countries have social like uh, report cards where they aggregate all of your behavior and you have like a, a rating? Because you're just dipping lower and lower. No, I think that was a Black Mirror episode, you turd. I don't think that's No, real it's life. real. I'm just not going to say it because there's going to be people who are then going to assassinate me. 
my god. Okay. Anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Emily. If you want to place an order, I can give you the timeline, and then maybe you'll get your free shit too. I mean, yeah. I feel like the universe has just handed you a gimme because they knew you bought a house and you know have to replace the fence and had to look at a poop camera and (laughs) don't even talk about what just happened with. I was telling Nate earlier. (laughs) Today I've spent millions of dollars and there is there were no less than 12 people crawling around my house, changing electric panels, cutting down trees. We're we're making friends here. Anyway, um, this wine is hitting hard and we have two more uh hitting the spot sections three, to go. There's, so let's there's just... three more. There's only there's three more <laughs> okay. sections, just okay. so you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to call it like the cue. Cued up. What do you listen to? What are you consuming? What do you want? What are you watching? That's my cue. Okay. Okay. Well, He's a it's sweaty. It's cued up for me. It's my turn. And then Emily already led hot with the panties being bunched, but my cued up probably won't take too long. So I, from some one of the garbage uh, email lists that I signed up for to tell you what shows to watch. I got a recommendation for what is on it's on Amazon prime video. Now it's called absentia. Have either of you heard of this? I've seen it and I've looked at it like a lot and been like, I should check that out. And then I just haven't. So I tell, yeah, I'm curious. It is. uh, Yeah. So it is. um, It's, it's relatively recent. I mean, I don't know when the last season ended, but it's all streaming now. I don't know what network it was on, but, I give it credit. It's a cop story. It's got a strong female lead. There's like dark elements to it. There's like some shock and awe type stuff. So it's pretty cool. Absentia. They, uh, they do a great job. Also, it's very bingeable. Like they do a really good job of making every episode a cliffhanger, you know, but the premise is that this female FBI, it's a couple, the husband and the wife are both FBI agents and she goes missing while investigating a case and then many years go by and you think that she is, you know, dead or miss. And this all happens in the first episode, but you think, you know, you're led to believe that she's dead and gone. The husband has started a new life, you know, but then she comes back and has no memory of where she's been. So that's the premise of the show. They explained it in the first episode. So there's a lot of, you know, drama and craziness and, you know, the get to the bottom of what happened to her, but it's, you know, a traumatic and emotional experience and it's pretty cool. Um, But then they do a very, there's three seasons and they do a very good job of, and this I think is the downfall of many shows, you know, when they have a great concept for one season, you know, of a plot, they can't really translate it into future success because the idea was good, but there's not ammunition for more, but they do a very good job of repurposing, you know, different, different elements of the story and keeping it going. And uh, I just like the female lead character and she's very good. And, you know, obviously with, with all shows, you kind of have to suspend your, your belief about certain aspects. Like there's no way the FBI would actually be behaving in in some of the ways they are in the show, but it's addicting. It's binge worthy. The episodes are like 40 minutes. So it's great. But uh, absentia for anyone who's looking for a, a red wine binge, go go on and check it out because there's some cool cool stuff that happens. Cool I beans. Need... Matt's what? like, okay, what's no Amazon? more respect for Matthew. 
beans. Beans? Um, 2003. <laughs> he doesn't even eat beans. I need True. to make these two recommendations on air because I literally keep forgetting to text you about them, Nate, but they're both shows that I think that you would enjoy knowing that you like a taut psychological thriller. But Marcella on Netflix. Marcella. Is, All right. They just came out with the third season and it is pretty intense and it's not for it's not like lighthearted by any means it's a british tv show and it's about a woman who is in law enforcement and she gets involved with this really kind of gritty case and it relates back to this everything going on in her personal life um and the lead actress is i forget her name is wonderful she's just she does a very very convincing job with her with her a very very hard part and um you know it's not it's like not a light there's like a lot of hard stuff they cover like you know child abuse and stuff but it's really well told um and because it's british it's like you know six or eight episodes a season or whatever so you can bump through it pretty quickly um and another one is the fall with gillian anderson or gillian anderson. oh i've seen I, that I, yeah I, I was I'm, I'm an advocate of that it gets a little weird but it does, but it's so for anyone who has seen Fifty Shades of Grey, it is that actor. Before uh, played, Fifty Shades, though, before he was cast in that, right? I think this was after. Really? You yeah, would know. You would know better than me. I thought it was before. I mean, I'm, but... <laughs> I've actually, I'm actually proud to say I've never watched one of those movies or read the books, um, but it was. I don't know. You might be, I don't know, honestly, time, time's a flat circle. Um, but there are two recommendations that I just keep thinking of making for you that don't come up because I like, they don't make the cut because I watched them a while ago. But for yeah. anyone who's into absentia, those two, I think sound like a good fit. Well, Matt's about to literally burn his house down with that candle <sighs> he's got. Cause this is not scintillating conversation for him, not. but I would say that, Absentia does a good job of changing up and keeping the story going and keeping you excited. Whereas the fall is amazing, but it like peaks so high and goes down so much because they just stick with the same, same villain, which is what's his face. And like, it's all, I don't know, maybe uh, Emily and I can argue about this off air, but yeah, that's the side. Yeah. This is the point where in, in real life, Matt would take whatever martini he was drinking and swan away off to a more interesting conversation. This has happened back yeah. in our glory days when we were all together in person. Nate and I would be in some super dorky conversation about television or movies or whatever. And Matt would just be like, I'm going to go find more interesting friends. There's, for no, there's no reason to lie. I think you're, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so well, I'm actually, that's a but, good but I, I love, yeah, I love Nate that he's like, you know, got some nerd shit or whatever, but I'm actually more excited about Emily and your panties. We're gonna call that panties in a bunch. I mean, that's why that's why my um, panties are in a bunch. Your panties get twisted up a lot. Or I don't know. You don't listen. You don't have to wear panties. You don't have to wear a bra if you don't want. This is fucking 2021. But if you were wearing panties, if I were, be, why would they be bunched? I would. If I were, I'll tell you about them. I actually can. I need to take a break. So I need more wine. And the cat just took a massive shit. And that's all I can smell. <laughs> so give me 30 seconds to refill and light a candle. How topical. All right. I'm going to go get some uh, whiskey then. So I'll see you on the other side. All right. So I've been saving up for 
like a week for this one. Um, I this is a just a my panties are bunched, my thongs in a twist, my bloomers are now my dog's trying to get in on the on the podcast action i'm just my bloomers are bunched um so i am the ripe young age of 32 years old and i have been i just inherited bad genetics like i've just had a number of like health issues erupt out of nowhere over the course of my life that i've had no control over it's not even like like i got cancer when i was nine like you can't blame a nine-year-old for smoking three packs of cigarettes a day and giving herself one. I mean, you could, but I wasn't doing that. And I've had this, um, you know, eye health issue that I've referred to several times since we've been doing the podcast, finally getting that reined in. And the newest addition, the newest entree to the smorgasbord of health issues is apparently back problems, which I have, you know, blessedly knock on socialist monopoly that's propping up my camera I haven't been plagued with I, and I'm like I have a pretty big frame I'm, I'm a big person and so when you're you know a big bitch and you're tall like these some of these things just kind of happen inherently I had one back injury from 2013 that was treated and seemed to go away but three weeks ago for the first time ever something happened to re-traumatize this old injury that's like literally 10 years old now almost 10 years old um and I don't know if you guys have back injuries or have injured your back in the past but it's one of those things that you kind of just once you hurt yourself in a certain way like that part of your body can be hurt again more easily and like it was it happened the same week that I was supposed to have the final procedure culminating in the end of this saga with my eye health stuff so that was insult to injury uh, they put me on some muscle relaxers. I went to the chiropractor. I was cleared within a week. Like it was great. I was like, okay, I just, this was just bad, bad back karma. Like, be, you know, um, fool me twice. Shame on me. I was the one who was sleeping on a friend's couch at 32 years old. I should know better. So fast forward to now three weeks later, two weeks after my angiogram, I was so happy. I was out of the woods on uh, that front, no more procedures this year. Again, knock on socialist monopoly, hopefully. Um, and I went to bed this past Sunday night, completely normal, completely fine. And I woke up Monday morning and my back was fucked again. I had done nothing, nothing to warrant a recurrence of this injury. I mean, you do have enormous breasts. <laughs> Welcome yes, to your but... 30s. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying. I know I know. I have a lot of Again, friends, yeah. musty friends, that like that's, you know, Nate's probably like a C cup. I'm working on a B. I'm just saying, you're like a triple D. That also, that's, you know, a blessing and a curse of being a woman. It's like, Jesus Christ, that's the weight of it, like crushing your back is obscene. Again, these are genetic traits that I inherited through no... You know, no work of my own. My dog is very interested in this story right now. I wish that our, <laughs> our dear listeners could watch her staring at me as I tell this story. So I'm just, at this point, I'm just rip shit. You know, that I have to, I thought I was, I felt like I was out of the woods with my health stuff for the year. I was, maybe I was a little too cocky about it. Maybe it was the health gods reminding me, you know, that I am but a mortal. Um, but I literally, so I went to the chiropractor on Tuesday. I have a standing, this is like how diligent I am. I have a standing weekly chiropractic appointment just for maintenance. 
And it's one of my things that I've like said, this is, you know, what I'm going to do. I go to yoga. Um, in terms of back health, I do my due diligence knowing that this is a risk. And by Tuesday afternoon, I was like almost immobilized. Like I could only take little shuffly steps, like picture like a penguin. If that penguin had a stick up its ass and like, that's how I was walking around. And the last time that this, whatever had happened, walking made it better. This time walking made it worse. And so you have to picture me like, I don't even know. I just look like a bog troll, like a little hunched over, like cretin, just shuffling around with these (laughs) mincing footsteps because my back is like, has like frozen up basically. Um, And so they re they, you know, they re up my muscle relaxers because that worked like gangbusters last time. And a muscle relaxer is nice. And especially with a glass of wine in the evening really takes the edge off. And I hope that I can, I don't think I can get in trouble for this. This might be like, I might get like, this is definitely substance abuse, but. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Does your doctor listen to this podcast? (laughs) Undoubtedly. You should tell them to. I mean, also in the state state of Maine, there's. (laughs) In the state of Maine, there's 12 doctors in the entire state. Nothing is regulated. We just treat ourselves with like tree lichen and moose piss. So, but I, (laughs) clearly this has been like pent up inside. I like never go off like this, but I'm having a blast right now. Um, Took my muscle relaxer, didn't do a thing. I was prescribed 15 milligrams over the course of 24 hours. Did you, hold on, did you snort it or did you put up your butthole? The latter. Okay. I wanted, I wanted, you know, little of column A, little of column B. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, Nathan. Oh, wait, that but was the Emily's story. Yeah. <laughs> I took we'll some get pills back to too. Your, we'll get back to your, your off time hobbies in a second. <laughs> but yeah, that was, it wasn't doing the trick. And I, so I started doing what any reasonable American does, and I just took more. Wow. So, I think like by Wednesday I was taking like 35 milligrams of my 15 milligram a day prescription at one time, just hoping it would like take the edge off, hoping it would do something. Um, It didn't as far as I could tell. So whatever was bothering me wasn't a contracted muscle as it was last time. So yesterday I'm like, okay, well I Googled it. I was like, how much, you know, can you take at one time of this generic name muscle relaxer? And then the police showed up at your house. (laughs) And then they're like, I got a message from my FBI agent. And he yep. was like, bitch, what you on? Kurt's uh, like, hey, yo, 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 calm down. So so I, I did take 40 milligrams of my 15 milligram prescription of muscle relaxers yesterday. And I was a little <laughs> paranoid to the point that I texted a friend before I laid down for a nap. And was like, if you don't hear from me in an hour. <laughs> she was like, I was like, check in with me in an hour. And she. He was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because then I just sent that text and went to sleep. And she's like, well, what was I supposed to do if you didn't answer? <laughs> also, also that friend that she, that, you went, that friend. So like you were awake an hour later. like <laughs> The friend she texted also, Emily, the friend you texted like was like the McDonald's customer service line too. So it wasn't like actually human. <laughs> They're not, like, ma'am, they're like, ma'am, this is not a working number. This is not a working number. <laughs> it's just that fax. 
Just muscle relaxers are like, dangerous though. You gotta you gotta be careful. I well apparently I was careful enough because I woke up and I <laughs> so and I did wake up ahead of my self-imposed deadline and I was like, you know, I hadn't gotten that far. <laughs> so today is day two of we completely we did a complete about face and now I'm on steroids to bring down the inflammation. Oh, I'm so you really were around. when you said you were roided up, you were literally roided up. Oh yeah, this is this is exactly this is it right now. You're getting the full effect because day one was fine. Day two, I was sitting there in my living room working from my couch. I can finally sit upright, so they're apparently doing their job. But I was like sweating and and like doing thirty seven things at once. And like I had a podcast on, and I was like texting friends, and I'm like, I feel like I'm on I'm speed right now, and I'm like, oh. Oh, it's the steroids. (laughs) And I'm like, I feel like I'm like a chubby female Jason Statham in Crank right now. Like, I just got to keep going. Like, I just got to keep going. This is why she, this is why she um, isn't drinking the Eric Werewolf wine because she doesn't feel good. I'm not going to, I can't taste a thing. Yeah, because the steroids like fucked up my, because the cocaine. Yeah. steroids well a couple so, of things I, oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say that's a really long really fast fast paced i know cutthroat but i'm just pissed at my body essentially this meat i'm dragging around this meat sack good for nothing meat sack it's not doing me any favors right now well listen welcome Wedding. welcome to the i've never had to to i've never been prescribed the roids to fix problems but I would say that getting old and not that we're old in the literal sense, but your body just never is the same as it is when you're younger. But dude, the neck, I don't know why I just called you dude, but anything with the spine, (laughs) the neck and the back, I mean, it is brutal. It sucks. I have like a lingering neck back thing that just like, there's some comedian who does a bit about it and I will not even attempt to do any of it justice, but it's just like along the lines of you get old and the doctor's just like, yeah, like you just got to live with, you just, you just, <laughs> yeah, that's, actually, just, that's just how you live now. <laughs> one time. Um, I think this is a, a appropriate time as any one time when we were in school, um, Nate asked me to walk on his back in a, um, it was actually pretty racist and like a geisha girl outfit and he had said it was because he had a bad back but i think it was just a sexual fetish now have that you I'm been have it. you do, are you in this whatsapp thread because i've been talking a lot about that geisha lifestyle recently <laughs> and i don't think that you're in there I'm in, but... <laughs> first off i'm embedded in it i am i am basically the fbi on your phone i, I see everything is, you do he is encryption yeah <laughs> well i feel i feel for you um because uh that sucks, but hopefully the the medicine helps you out. I gotta say this because you were you were talking a couple weeks ago, Nate, about like the realities of getting old and like going to see your doctor at appropriate intervals and like it's just a reality you kind of have to face and do that maintenance. And it just sucks that the more it is one of those things that like you can't avoid it because the more you avoid it, the worse it will get. But I gotta say, the roids aren't bad. I was literally sitting there like at my computer, like typing, type, typing. And I'm like, it'll be nice to be on the same level as the guys tonight for once. I was like, this is like <laughs> ratcheting me right up to where they are there on, you a, go. on a day to day. 
Yeah, but that's a slippery slope now. Let's be careful. <laughs> you know, there's the high and then there's the low. That's why it's called yeah. Roid Rage. So we'll see yeah. next. We'll see what happens next week. I've already sent some provocative text messages, so we'll see how the rest <laughs> of the night unfolds. Well, why don't you just roll with what you're looking forward to there, M? So looking forward to that. You gotta have something to look forward to. Wait, what what is it that you were looking forward to? Uh, yeah, more so tomorrow- roids, more roids. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's dose. Um, I'm looking for yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to walk like a normal fucking person for one. If that ever happens again, overrated. And overrated. Uh, I don't know. I whew, it's it's been it's been rough. But tomorrow, I um, this is a really simple, really kind of like cavalier kind of shallow thing. But I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, and after a tough week um, filled with berserker rage and immobility and living in the same pair of sweats for most of the week. I'm looking forward to doing something to make myself feel a little pretty. So that's nice. Yeah. Small, simple pleasures, you know? Yeah. Especially when it's, you know, it's hard to do shit like that these days. So happy about it. Speaking of butthole pleasures, Nathan, what are you (laughs) looking forward to? Well, the, uh, f- not getting my hair done that's for goddamn sure anyone who listens Aww. knows me it's, I, I don't have to look forward to that ever again unless i become like independently well, very well, the, wealthy the, and like can get a hair no, transplant you'll never get that but the thing is like also you're a very <laughs> you're a very hairy guy like you're a very you have a hairy body it's not, not your I, head is that do you really think i like not really but like i, I think you're a hairy i think you're a hairy body all right. I, I mean, I guess I'll shave you have a, you have a next big, time. Yours a big out. beard. You have a hairy chest. Like you're not like a dolphin. Like you're not like Jer- Jeremy is a dolphin. <laughs> he has like three hair follicles. He is, is not a hairy dolph- guy. Is dolphin a word in the gay community, or did you just say that? No, I just said it. No, I think we need. But to you switch. know what it means. It's like it's like it's smooth. I want to add. I want to add. I want to add something to the topic because it reminded me of something before we move forward my younger brother is just turned 23 and he's going bald um which is not a surprise because that's around the age that most men start male pattern baldness and my dad is bald and um his father before him and you know just it's it was the inevitable trajectory but rory has been you know he's a he's a very tall good-looking kid and i think that you know that vanity stuff hits you harder when you're like like, I have something to lose here, you know? And I actually did reference you, Nate. I was like, I have a lot of guy friends who are bald, and they're still very handsome. And they make it work really well. And I, you know, I said my friend Nate, for example, and because he's been kind of like coming to terms with it. And he's like debating when it's, you know, he knows there's a point where it'll be time to shave his head and call it good. And just give in to the inevitable. But he's been like playing with that, where that boundary is. And luckily he's six foot six, so no one can see the top of his head ever anyway. Oh, so he's um, good. So he's got a while to go. But I did invoke I did invoke you as an example of, of doing it correctly. So, you know, not all is lost. Well, when I was his age, I was like you said, I was going through it and it was brutal. So I hope he uh, if he needs a, if he needs a bald man support group, you know, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a dolphin, apparently. <laughs> No, you're a. I don't know. I, it's a. It's a. I don't know. I've. You're. You're very cuddly. You're very. You have some chest hair. 
That's fine. Jesus Christ. Love it. Almighty. I'll just take the compliment. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I am looking forward to. So there, the rental market, you know, everywhere has been uh, up and down, but now it's coming. It's been more down than up with COVID. So there were some deals to be had, but it turns out that given the terms of our lease, you know, and the timing, we were looking for a different apartment since I work from home now, as well as my wife. And uh, we recently were able to renegotiate a much lower price on our current apartment. And uh, I am very happy to be staying because my wife is a very dear, sweet, beautiful person, but she has lived in this building. She's changed units, but she's lived in this building for 10 years. So she's younger than me. So that's like all of her professional adult life. So she doesn't actually know as much as she thinks like she doesn't know how to move. Like when we move from her small apartment into our one bedroom apartment, her studio to our one bedroom, it was in the same building. So like you move, but like you're not moving. So like she doesn't know what moving is and moving in any city. You know, I know New York, but most cities I imagine are similar, but it sucks. So I did not want to move, but I thought I did agree with her that there was a chance, you know, we could find a great deal on something bigger and whatever, but we renegotiated a much more, much lower rent on our same apartment, which is gracious of our landlord who I'm sure they listen to this because there's millions of folks out there, but we're staying in our apartment. We signed the lease and Matt has been here, Emily. I hope this year when things are normal, you can grace us with your presence, but we have a lovely balcony. It is an old building, but it has its charm and we're going to be here for another 12 months. And I am looking forward to not having to move all of my wife's possessions. They have a new location. um, They have an amazing place. I have been following this whole trajectory too. (laughs) And secretly wishing that like their place is, is amazing honestly and um but i was like maybe they'll get a two bedroom which like no why would you ever get a two bedroom well if 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 our so our lease ends in april the end of april like if it had been different if it like if our lease was over earlier in like after the first of the year like in the winter time we probably could have gotten a killer deal you know on a two bedroom and we both work from home you know so like that's part of the motivation but the deals have gone away. The market's rebounding a little bit. So I'm just going to stay in my little corner desk in the bedroom and just love life for the next year. And I got, I got my discount. I'm about to go order some, uh, some Gymshark clothes and see if I can't clown on their customer Cash service. In. Cause I'm just saving money left and right today. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to not looking forward to moving. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I hear, I mean, Matt just, Matt just did it. So I'm sure the, 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 you know, the appreciation of that is strong. I have been super lucky. I've been in this apartment since 2016 and plan on dying here. Um, (laughs) I know it's like unprecedented for like renter life. Um, But the, the market is so it's like the opposite of New York city because where did everyone who left New York city go? The sticks. 
So the the market for both renting and buying in Maine is incredibly hot right now and prices are super duper inflated everywhere. And so it's like the exact opposite where you can't negotiate a reasonable rate to save your life. And I, my situation aside, I have really good friends that moved from their upstairs unit to the downstairs unit in the same building and the rent is being raised over $500 on them, I think, for the coming lease renewal. Wow. And it's like, it's not, a, it's a, their, their landlord is going to charge $2,200 for a two bedroom in South Portland, Maine, which is like, you. I mean, we can debate the logistics of, of rental pricing and all that, but it's not, actually, we should probably bleep this out because I'm not sure they want that disclosed, but like, it's not worth the amount of money that it's being rented for it's just because they can get it because that's what the market um is holding right now and it's it's absurd so i completely empathize and relate and that's awesome well uh i forgot where we were did i go first i think no oh my god i'm looking forward to you sound so fucking excited well i'm just trying to like write the ship here as is my whole existence emily's looking forward um, to getting her hair done i'm looking forward yep. to doing jack shit all right so yeah, wow us yeah you're, listen mr well, mr mr poopy butthole wow us with some shit oh uh, okay okay i got Sassy. something i got something for you he's well, leaning back is, in his chair he's got a little cactus back there he's burning a candle this he's, is both, he's switched this is, He's switched from rosé to whiskey. So like the longer this recording goes on, the worse it's going to get. So what are you looking forward to, big boy? Yep. Well, I think we talked about this, um, I don't know, last week, two weeks ago, about the devil's lettuce. (laughs) Well, my my, I placed an order. Stop it. I placed placed an order from the uh, Cheesecake Factory menu that my boyfriend made. (laughs) sent me so and, no. and this is and this I is also to. this is also hold on this is also this is also i'm gilding lily here because uh i'm i'm waiting for my package to be delivered so i'm very looking forward to I that have Let's to, see, i have to i i don't even know why i didn't tell you this story but it now and this i'm gonna have to just make this go longer on the pod and you're gonna have Worth to it. suffer through it but for our listeners, I placed an order with my my delivery service on Matt's behalf. And obviously, I purchased some items as well. But the most stoner ever things happened with this delivery. So I just have all, I've worked with these people for like a few years. I've met the like the main girl. It's this girl, I don't even know. But I text them. They give me the menu. I say what I want. You know, I only contact them every couple months. You know, I'm not a heavy heavy user, but I get my edibles. I get whatever. This is so incriminating, but I text, you know, so Matt tells me what he wants and I'm like, I'm going to throw some stuff on this order. I text the girl. I'm like, Hey, like, this is just, you know, like from, from the, this is what I want. You know, I need these items. She's like, totally cool. Like, when do you want us to deliver? I'm like, well, like I'll be, and this is Saturday, last Saturday. I'm like, I'm around, you know, I'll be around my apartment tonight after five you know, if you guys do Saturdays, but if not, like I work from home. So literally any day, any time during the week, you choose anything you want. I'm always home during the week. But like, if you're going to deliver on Saturday, I won't be home till after five. 
she's like, cool. Like, you know, you know, so today we'll do, we'll do it Saturday after five. Cause like, we're going to have a guy delivering in the area. I'm like, great. But like, I'm going to be gone till after five. So like, it can't be before five. She's like, no problem. I'm at my, I'm with my wife. We're looking at apartments before we decided to sign the new lease for our current apartment, but another story. So we're like out and about, it's like three o'clock on Saturday. I like get a text. It's like, Hey, the delivery guy is like about to be at your building. Like, are you around? And I'm just like, Oh my God. I'm like, no, like I, I told you I'm not going to be there till after five. Then my literally mid text, my doorman calls me. He's like, Hey, uh, you're in like the doorman knows me. He's like, Hey, your friend, uh, Edgar's here. I don't know the guy's name. He's like, your friend, Edgar. he's like, your friend Edgar's here. Like, you want me to send him up? I'm like, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm not there. Like, so like, but like, it's like weird. Cause like, if it's like your actual friend, like they're going to know you're not home. So like the doorman knows like something shady is going on. It's your like, weed guy. It's like, like, it's the weed guy. So like, they're two, like only, only someone involved in drug dealing, especially with, like with pot is either two hours early because they forgot you weren't going to be home <laughs> or they're six hours late. So it was just a big debacle to get Matt's devil's lettuce into my possession. I had to do a lot of texting and logistical work. This podcast is just about package management at this point. You'll you'll but listen. You'll pay. You'll be paid handsomely. I have the MacGuffin. It's here in my possession. I need to mail it to you in a package of Easter eggs and little Reese's chocolates to keep it secret uh, from the FBI. God willing, but uh, it was it was hilarious. I'm like, please. I was like, dude, don't send on Saturday after 5 p.m don't please like just like do it monday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday anytime you want like saturday <laughs> is the only day i have any time restrictions and the girl's like that's fine after five like no no worries three o'clock sharp as attack the guy's there so anyways <laughs> sorry i was just gonna say it's it's i had to think hard to keep this sentence straight is nice it's nice to know that as much as the weed game has changed, weed guys remain the same. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then when he came, then when he finally came on Monday, like he was, so, he was obviously pissed because it's the same guy. Like I've met a bunch of times who's not the main person, but he had like a bag of Chipotle and like, he was just like, not happy. Cause clearly on Saturday he was like, like he got yelled at by his boss basically is what happened. Cause like I couldn't have been more clear about 5 PM. So like he was trying to like do something, but then he was so mad. Usually he's so friendly. He's a fucking weed stoner pot dealer in New York city. The guy rides a bike around what a and eats job. like burritos, yeah. but like he was so mad. Like I was like, Hey man, like good to see you. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was, so I got the lettuce, the lettuce, the mescaline mix is here, buddy, for you. So don't well, worry. I had ordered, to be honest, I had ordered spring mix half and half with spinach. So <laughs> spinach. and just so you know, if I don't get it, I'm going to burn your house down. This well, I got brilliant. your I got your money. So I, I could I, I could burn you for one hundred and five dollars right well, now. But then the actually the joke, would be over, the joke's so. on you because I attached a picture of my butthole to the money I sent you. <laughs> 
via Venmo. So if I if I don't get it, I'm gonna be like, uh, this guy was asking for pictures of my butthole and money. So like, jokes How on you. Listen, do you think I'm a scam artist? You think who are you playing with? <laughs> it does. Emily was just <laughs> saying it always is. It always comes back to the butthole with with Matt. So whatever. Well, I do listen. That little high pitched. I'm a scam artist. <laughs> Oh my god i think we're done here i think we're done honestly guys this has been i think it's so been great it's next, been real next recording what are we drinking at least bless us with something oh my god water jesus christ <laughs> um i think next time we're gonna drink uh beer all right fuck Ooh. it i'll get some fancy beers <laughs> yeah is that your Okay. That means that means he's gonna get some cocaine. Well, Matt needs the, no. That's nose beers. I didn't say we're gonna get nose beers. Emily, <laughs> send us off into the night before Matt just like explodes all over the screen. <laughs> Please believe in yourselves, because no one else will, and never drink the shark. Adios, amigos. Good night, babies. Love you, love you, love you. Bye.